you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 146. Well, hi guys. How have you been this month? Um, on the second podcast episode of our tech-themed conversation month, uh, I am going to coach Mastermind Mom Annie. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but this is just a clip of me coaching her. And it was really around, she had some concerns about her eight-year-old son's video gaming. And so turned out that she felt guilty about the hours he was spending on his game because Really, she was like, you know, she was like, you know, I'm not really keeping track of it. And it's kind of turning into um, longer than I know it should be. And we've sort of fallen into some bad habits. And um, and she was feeling guilty because she felt like, you know, she was like, she was like willing to be really honest. And she said, you know, it's a convenient way to keep them occupied while I get my work done. And so sometimes I have a afternoon meeting and, you know, I try to, for the most part, be done by the afternoon to be with the kids. But sometimes I have a, I have a company meeting that I have to attend and I'm working from home. So it's just an easy way that I know, I mean, look, we know when our, when one's playing a video game and the other's watching a show, you know, they're not going to fight, you know, it's not going to, there's not going to be background noise. It's going to make you feel self-conscious or unprofessional. And I think many of us can relate to feeling guilty that maybe we've used screens at one time or another as an electronic babysitter for our kids. I mean, I know I can. I know I can. And it was a shame source for me. Like I, I literally just recently started admitting it to my daughter when she asked me like, you know, such and such movie. We watched that a million times when I was little. And I'm like, no, I didn't. She's like, how did you never see that movie? It's so good. How did you never see it? We watched it so many times. I'm like, because that's what I was using as my babysitter when y'all were watching it. I was taking time for me. And she was like, oh, like it didn't even occur to her. But I was, you know, I, I, it was hard for me to even say that out loud. And it's funny. Um, it is true that once you talk about something that is a shame source, it's like, Brene Brown says, shame can only survive where there's secrecy. And so even sometimes just saying things out loud and just owning it, like, yeah, you know, this, like, like not proud of it, 
I'm a, I'm an imperfect human. Here's the deal. Um, even just speaking it out loud, it's amazing how that shame just sort of dissipates and it gets easier and easier. Um, so in this episode, me and Annie, we talk about guilt and why we tend to put our heads in the sand and not deal when we feel like we're being lazy parents or something that we feel guilty about. And I then role play with her, the productive conversation around, you know, establishing boundaries and consequences to regain technology balance in her home. And that really is my, you know, it's like we can fall off the horse. Like we don't have to be perfect all the time. Um, it's sort of like um, I was listening to a podcast recently with uh, with Kelly Slater, who's like the greatest surfer of all time. He's amazing. He's 48 years old and still competing um, against 22 years old. 22 year olds. And like, he's, he's, he's just this, I don't know, this model for how to age in a way that like, you don't have to be a decrepit invalid. And so many of us that are middle-aged, we like listen to podcasts like this because we want to, it's sort of like the fountain of youth. Like what's Kelly Slater doing? I'll have what he's having. And even he admitted that like, he's like, I don't love working out. Like, I'll fall off the wagon. He's like, I just started training again because I had like two months of not exercising much and not training much. And, um, and the podcast interviewer was like, well, tell me what it looks like when you get back on. And he was like, well, it looks like I start to, to do my training and I'm sore as shit. And I have to take a, t I have to get a ton of sleep and I have to do these long baths with Epsom salts and detox. And, you know, and it was interesting to hear about it, but the bottom line is, is even Kelly Slater, this like superhuman athlete, like he falls off the wagon and then he gets back on and he leans into the hard and he gets his body back in tip top shape. Well, it's the same thing. Like we may have rules and parameters in place around something like technology. And then we find ourselves in the midst of a pandemic and all the different issues that ha keep popping up. Um, it's like one thing after another and it's over, it's a long period of time and we're just sort of trying to make it through. And so we had, you know, like Annie, she had the technology thing dialed in pretty well. And now she finds herself like kind of falling off the wagon and she was feeling guilty. Like, I know better. I know this is because I'm being lazy because it's convenient to let him play video games and I can finish my work day, you know? So when we feel guilty, we put our head in the sand and then before we know it, we're just like not dealing. And so we were, you know, I said, you know, look, that guilt, like, can we just have some grace for yourself here? And, and let's talk about what the productive conversation is going to look like when, when, and if you're ready to, you know, rein this in. So I think you guys are going to find this episode extremely practical and relatable, and I hope you get some great, great tips from it. So enjoy. I'm having a trouble with Hunter and Fortnite, which you know, we've set the things in place. We're doing all the things, but I'm really bad about like working and then, you know, implementing the consequence because it's convenient for me that he's occupied. Right. That's what I know the problem. I just don't know that I want to fix it because it creates a different problem. Um, but that's something I'm struggling with. So I'll just add that in. 
That's so good. I mean, it's so funny because um, I, I, I had secret guilt for years of, I don't think I was present enough. Like I put, like I let movies, um, well, shows and movies, the television be the electronic babysitter. And, um, and I had guilt around that because secretly, even though I was doing all of these other things that look so different from the way I grew up, um, you know, me and my, me and my brother, like we literally were raised by 1970s TV. Yeah. I mean, like there's nobody who knows 1970s sitcom and eighties sitcom trivia better than me. And so, um, and so I had major secret guilt of, I look like I'm doing it all so differently, but I know that secretly I'm using the TV as an electronic babysitter. And I didn't even want to admit it to myself. And very recently, um, cause Avery, even at 19, she still loves lots of, she loves movies and she loves Disney movies. She loves, like, she loves animation she loves all kinds of movies and so she was saying like oh we need to watch how to she goes I, I really want to rewatch how to train my dragon or something like that oh and I was like, oh. she's like you know that scene and I was like no I don't know that scene she was like how do you not know that scene I was like just because you watched it 25 times I said I was using it as my electronic babysitter so I wasn't watching it that was like my time for me to yeah. like, to like regain my sanity. So I've sort of just started owning it. And, um, and, and, and really this does go into mind mastery because my thought in my head is that I've come to, you know, I think the original sentence would have been, um, I'm repeating that I'm a lazy parent, you know, because, you know, that was my whole thing. I wasn't going to be a lazy parent and stick my kids in front of the TV. And so my sentence was, I'm a lazy parent. Like who like stop bullshitting yourself. You're a lazy parent. Look what you've done. Right. And, um, and, and I changed the sentence, I think to, um, you know, I am not a lazy parent. And the evidence is, you know what? I'm not yelling at my kids and I needed that electronic uh, babysitter at that time I was raising a strong-willed kid he was quite often unleashing on his younger sister and when they were watching a movie together as I see now like watching Grey's Anatomy with my daughter um it can be very bonding and connecting to yeah I mean Fortnite's super bonding with his friends he doesn't get to see them socially you know it's just a weird time so I really and he he plays with my brother which they don't really have much of a relationship my brother lives in Florida and they play all the time. And I think it's great that they have this way to connect. It just gets out of control because it's like four hours in and I'm like, right. Then you feel super guilty. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. And so, and so, and so it was, you know, where I've gotten to a place where I've been able to start owning it is, um, you know what, that electronic babysitter was my sanity. Maybe that is the thing that helped me to have yeah. patients at other times that electronic babysitter um, also allowed an experience to happen between two siblings that fought quite often. They were sharing a moment, they were sharing experience, they were sharing sighs and laughs, you know, laughs and gasps and all of those things. And so it happened and, um, and maybe in theory, it would have been better if we were playing with wooden blocks 
as a family, you know, in the fresh air, um, having constant learning experiences, but that wasn't our, that wasn't our reality. Okay. So it was what it was. So what I'll say is, is like, you've already gone to a place of starting, you know, like we're in a special time. We're in a pandemic. You're also working from home. Um, you know that your work is serving you and helping you or my, or tell me if I'm wrong, no, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like to be a better version of yourself. It's For sure. For sure. Love it, all of the things. Okay. He's also, you know, Fortnite is it's serving as a social outlet for him. It's also a way that he's even bonding with his uncle and staying connected. Um, so there are total positives to that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's more about reevaluating um, what the rules are, what the time limits are, and um, revising some things so that you can maybe give him a little bit more time and more structure so you don't have to, you know, feel guilty about it, but it also doesn't become out of control and all of a sudden become four hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I posted about his new blinking, um, nervous tick, which I suspect is from too, way too much screen time. Um, maybe combined with some lack of sleep. He told me the other night, he's like, well, I stay up till past 10 o'clock every night. So I'm like, okay. Like I leave the room at eight 30. Like, what are you doing for an hour and a half? He's like, I just read. I'm like, okay. So, 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 so the, here's the thing. When we feel guilt, this is where I say, and this is where I kind of, I think I differ from what I've heard Brene Brown say about guilt. Um, when we feel guilty about something, she's, she explains that shame and guilt are two very different things and that guilt can be productive. But I actually think that guilt Um, When we feel guilty, I think that quite often our response to feeling guilty is to put our head in the sand and then allow, because we just don't want to face things. It feels guilty. And then before we know it, where it could have been, you know, two and a half for three hours max on Fortnite, you know, that we teach him how to manage. He can, you know, maybe it's that he can't do it all in one block. Maybe it's that he needs to have a 30 minute break. Um, and we have to monitor it for, you know, two weeks to make sure that we solidify it as a new thing and a new pattern. Um, and it's that he gets to have three hours of, of screen time a day, but it can't be three consecutive hours. Yeah, I think that's fair. Right. So we have some new structures and we're and we're problem solving it. and We're working through it. So if we're sitting in guilt before we know it, it's just become four hours and then it's become he has devices in the room and he says he's reading. And now he's being- it doesn't have, his device isn't in the room. It's with me. But I do think he's reading. He's just like, I can't fall asleep at night. And I'm like, probably because you're playing Fortnite for three hours. You know, like like you said, the head in the sand is totally what I'm doing. I'm just like. It's just, I don't know what else to do right now. I've tried to get sitters here. They can't get here. Like, I'm just trying to make it work. <laughs> okay. okay. So what this, so this is perfect. So, so I think, did we change your sentence, the guilty feeling of the sentence? Because you already found evidence. He is using it to socially connect. He is bonding with his uncle. Um, like I put my head in the sand because I was feeling guilty Um, like understanding why it has become what it's become, 
but like now in terms of like understanding, having some grace for yourself Mm -hmm. and, um, and being ready to kind of move into problem solving, do you feel like you're kind of in a better headspace to start doing that? Yeah. Yeah. I just at times get lazy or like, I'm just like, I don't want to do what I need to do because, you know, it's hard. Right. right? It's like, hard. It's just, there's no other excuse. Um, I know what I need to do. I just, it's just hard. It's harder. Well, what's harder? Is it harder to, I mean, you're an upholder, which makes you, you know, making changes is not as hard for you. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you that it's hard because when you are an upholder and for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's about the four tendencies and how, how we meet expectations. And so if you don't know what the four tendencies is, look up Gretchen Rubin. Um, But as an upholder, like you can create change you know, fairly easily because you are willing to lean into the heart to meet those expectations. So I'm just going to fast track it to if you sit down and have a conversation with him and where y'all collect how much time, you know, so it becomes four hours and, um, and your body, I think has been telling us with, you know, I think your body, just the fact that it's hard to settle down, even when you're reading for an hour and a half, it's hard to settle down because it's so stimulating to your brain because, you know, do you, you know, I don't know if you know the history of Fortnite, but, but actually, you know, that's, they used to use that, you know, the, the mechanics of that game to train people in the actual military, um, to have your senses on high alert Um, Somebody can jump out at any time. So you've got to like hone in on all these senses. And so your, your body, your nervous system, your brain, everything's super stimulated and it's hard to come down from that. Mm -hmm. And so like, don't worry, I'm not taking away Fortnite. I get it. Like it's, I think there's a lot of positives that you're experiencing. Am I getting this right? Like there's a lot of, we've had this conversation. He's totally on board. He just as you know, it's addictive. So when it's time to put it down, that's when I am met with a lot of resistance. He's like, but, but, but one more game, let me just finish this game. And then like, you know, it's the whole thing. And then I'm like, if you have to argue about it, it's gone tomorrow. And then we argue about it. So then it's gone tomorrow. And then the next day it's fine, fine. And that it's not a battle. Like he knows he accepts the consequence, but um, then- we're not, Spending our time on the skill building piece. The skill building piece is where we teach him, where we put something in place, like we have the conversation, you know, we see his perspective, you know, he's loving it and it's hard to settle down at night because you're, you know, all your spidey senses are on high alert, which is sort of a good thing, you know, like that, they use that training in the military for a reason, you know, so Mm -hmm. it is honing some things, but when it, when it compromises your sleep, I think we agree that like, it's frustrating when you're laying there and you're like, why is my brain not tired? My body's tired. My brain's not tired. Like it's super frustrating. So, um, you know, so you have the conversation, you see it from his perspective. He's in his thinking brain because you're not saying anything yet about, and when it's time to turn it off I'm met with resistance and that's why we have these consequences and blah, 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 blah. Like we want to keep him in his thinking brain when we go to collaborate and we come to the place of something like, 
three hours a day. We're in a pandemic. It's special circumstances. You're not getting to socialize like you normally do. You're home a lot more, blah, 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 blah. You know, so three hours a day or on the weekends, this much time and on the weekdays. Um, but let's talk about it. If it's compromising your sleep, what time do you think? So remember that when we get to the problem solving part, what and how questions, what time do you think would be a, sh a good shutoff time that's not going to get in the way of your sleep? So your body has a chance to kind of re-regulate and calm down before you lay down. What do you think makes sense as a shutoff time? And so like, we start to, you know, let him add to the equation. What makes sense to you? What time? Okay, so let's talk about three hours all at once, your body on high alert, like you're in the military. Um, three hours all at once is a lot. So let's, let's talk about, so how should we split that, those three hours up? What makes sense to you? And how much time do you think you should have in between sessions? You know, and so he's collaborating. Y'all are coming up with this. This is the way a productive conversation is truly productive because he's adding to it. And he's like, I don't know. What do you think? Or, you know, whatever. And you're like, and if he's like five minutes, you're like five minutes for your body to totally calm down. I just don't think that's realistic. I mean, we could do a little research on it, but I don't. You know, I don't think that that's enough time for your body. So I don't know what, if, and so y'all are coming up with this, okay? Whatever system y'all come up with, you're going to say, okay, these are a lot of like details. Let's get in and writing. He's doing the writing. He writes Fortnite rules. He writes it down. Once he is written down, if you have a kid old enough that they can, you can have a productive conversation and they can write it down. When it's written down, it becomes the law. There's something mm -hmm. about it, right? It's like a, it's like a contract. So he writes it down and you're like, okay, I feel better about this. Now let's talk about when you have a human moment and ma, I'm, you know, on a work call and I'm not checking in with you and policing you and constantly, because I got my own thing going on over there. Okay. So you have a human moment. We know every time you're on Fortnite, the rule is the oven timer is counting down, you know, just so I can check. So I see you on Fortnite and I go over to the oven timer and it's not counting down because it's already gone off or it's beeping and you're ignoring it because you're in the middle of the game and it's so exciting and you just can't get off. What then? What will what will the consequence be to help your brain remember why these these parameters are so important? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was laughing because <laughs> when I asked him that question, not that question, but we we're talking about the timer, I was like, "Well, he's like, well, what am I just some super genius that just happen magically knows when an hour is up?" I don't think it's called a timer. We use it all the time. <laughs> It's just funny, his response. Right. He's, 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 he's crafty. He's, and you're like, yeah, and you're a human and you're a boy with a developing brain. And I'm telling you, there chances are, you may be that person, but chances are there's going to be times where you lose track of time. Oh my gosh, and yeah. right. And so, and so we're just going to put this in place just to keep your brain healthy yeah. because you love Fortnite and we want to keep it in check. It's like with anything, 
Okay. If I, if all we ate was ice cream and sweets and zero vegetables and fruit or protein at any time, like we wouldn't be the healthiest of people. We just have to keep it in check. So this is what, you know, a productive conversation around technology and, and, and if it doesn't work, if it's like, okay, two weeks go by and every day, you know, he's, it, it, it's still a battle. He's still arguing it. Um, then, you know, you have to go back and revisit it and tighten it up more. And it may have to be off the table for a while, yeah. you know, and, um, and so then you'll know that you have to keep tweaking and changing and tightening it up. But the interesting thing is, is when we have these productive conversations, especially around technology, right? The more we do it, the more I remember to say, the more that I remember to say, and if it's a prop, like technology, like you always end it with this. Remember, technology is a privilege, not a right. So if it becomes a problem, constant arguing, just one more game, I can't, but keeping you up at night, refusing to turn it off, we're arguing about it. It's stressing us out. It's stressing me out. If it becomes a problem, it's off the table for two days, 48 hours, detox. Does that make sense? Got it? That's the deal. It cannot be a problem. So if it becomes a problem because we're arguing, because we're battling, because we're refusing to follow this, these written rules, then it's off the table for 48 hours. And he's going to hear that so that when you have to actually implement that, it will not be in the heat of the moment or the first time he hears it. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm so grateful to Tara and Annie for letting me share their real mom stories with all of you listeners this month. I mean, can't you guys relate so much with Annie and using screens as an electronic babysitter? I mean, I don't know if that's just me projecting Uh, but that has been a guilt source and a shame source, frankly, for me over the years. And, um, I really want your main takeaway from this episode to be to drop the guilt, have some grace for yourself and decide to have a productive conversation with your kid, with your kids to begin regaining some balance around technology. Um, if you feel mired down in that guilt, right? Like that's just a sign that something needs to shift. That's all. And if you hear that whisper and you want to make the shift, like that's what's going to release the shame. And then you don't have to feel paralyzed, right? Which causes you to make zero shifts and just put your head in the sand. And then you just, before you know it, the guilt is back and the guilt is back. And it just, it sucks to live in that state. So you can get back on the horse. You can begin again. Um, and you can decide what's not working and causing you stress. Like you can take the time and say, okay, I know this is an issue. I don't feel like thinking about it. I don't feel like dealing with it. Um, but maybe I need to because I'm sort of, it's sort of continuing to expand and become more and more and more out of control. It's affecting maybe like Annie's son, you know, it's affecting my kid's sleep. There is a real side effect 
And I know there is, right? We're having a lot of power struggles. We're not feeling particularly connected, right? And, and, and so, you know, if you know that it's become an issue, like your child's nervous system is super overstimulated uh, from all the video games, they're having a hard time, they're taking all that overstimulation out on the rest of the family, it's causing you guys to feel like you're sort of walking on eggshells around them, then you know, hey, I'm not alone here. Like, there's a whole podcast made for people just like me. So there must be a lot of people out there struggling with the exact same issue. And if nothing else, just know Annie's struggling with it and Randy's struggling with it, right? So this month, I mentioned this last on the last podcast episode, we have unlocked our ebook that we normally have in our private membership. Um, it's an ebook called Keep Tech in Check. I wrote it. And it gives you all kinds of practical tips and tools and contracts and family meeting example. And it's just a plan to help you um, figure out how much time would be right for your family, how to institute the boundaries, what the boundaries should look like. Um, if you were to put it in writing, what would be a, an example of a contract? Or maybe you just want to print out the examples that we have there. So if it if you feel like this might be your thing and this could be really helpful, then please download it. Accept this gift. It's just go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash tech check. That's mastermindparenting.com forward slash tech check. Tech with a C-H. T-E-C-H-C-H. E-C-K. And the link will also be in the show notes. Okay. Have a good one.